0: This is Nature Notes, our look at the natural world in West Texas, from the prairies of Llano Estacado to the borderlands of the Chihuahuan Desert. If you visited Hueco Tank State Park near El Paso, you likely haven't forgotten its penetrating gaze. What archaeologists call the goggle-eye entity was painted or pecked at hundreds of sites in the desert borderlands by prehistoric people known as the Hornada Mugion. Its form varies, but its bulging eyes are a constant. What do we know of this haunting figure? From Marfa Public Radio and the Sibley Nature Center in Midland, this is Nature Notes. I'm Dallas Baxter. There's something that leaps to mind at the sight of the goggle-eye entity.
1: We went to see it. I brought my two grandsons. So I asked the younger one, I said, what do you think that is? And he says, an
0: alien? (laughs) That's Margaret Barrier. She's known as Marklyph, in tribute to her decades-long study of petroglyphs an artist she's drawn, recorded, and cataloged thousands of rock art images in West Texas and New Mexico. That includes more than 700 goggle-eye, or GE, entities, which has given her a singular perspective. There's a real variety when you sit down and look at all the images
1: that i found, and that's the thing that always fascinates me. They have that similarity
0: of the eyes. The rest of
1: it can be wildly imaginative.
0: Striking examples feature trapezoidal heads or bodies. Some include intricate geometric patterns, like the step fret motif used in Native American design in the Southwest today. Some GEs have limbs. Others, perhaps most hauntingly, are simply a pair of wide eyes. Who is this arresting being? Archaeologists have long answered that by looking south to the wide-eyed Aztec rain god Tlaloc the Hornada Mogollon flourished from the Guadalupe Mountains to southern New Mexico and Chihuahua for untold centuries. By 500 CE, they were creating distinctive ceramics, but around 1,000 CE, they became increasingly agricultural. Archaeologists assume the Hornada imported Tlaloc along with farming from present-day Mexico around that time. But new findings suggest otherwise. GEs have been found painted on Sotol stalks, dating to 600 CE. The dating of Hueco Tank's paintings reveals a comparable antiquity, and while the big eyes are shared, Margoliff notes that the GE lacks several of Thaloc's defining features, like fangs and a mustache. The two icons may have emerged from a broadly shared mythology, but the GE doesn't appear elsewhere in the ancient Southwest. It seems distinctive to the Hornata. Still, Marguliff notes, Entrenched beliefs change slowly. Even a guy
1: that I've worked with for 15 years, he said, don't you think it's about time that you just accept my idea that Tlaloc came from West Mexico in an ancestor bundle? There are some people that are very attached to, to their theories.
0: There's other evidence that Gogalai was a signature Hornada image. For unknown reasons, the Hornada abandoned their villages around 1450 CE. Much of their iconography endures in contemporary indigenous communities. Hornada rock art, for example, includes stunning images of figures with headdresses. Strikingly similar headdresses are part of ceremonial life in Pueblos today, but when the Hornada culture vanished, so did the Gogolai entity. Margulis focuses on documenting images, not interpreting them. She notes that some archaeologists have tied the GE entity to rain, but that such connections are speculative. This West Texas icon may always remain mysterious, but we can be sure that for our region's ancient people, it held immense meaning. This episode was written by Andrew Stewart. I'm Dallas Baxter. Thanks for listening.